0: Good morning, good evening, good night yeah. Welcome to the show, what a wonderful delight yeah, Patsy and t better chop up on a mic Just sit back, have a laugh, catch a vibe, and enjoy the ride
1: Yeah.
0: And we're back just Back sure. at it, man yeah. With sure. a very special guest today Writer-director Rohan blair Menget think i got it right you got it you yeah. got it yes. you got it i got that's it right that's yes that's a big step <laughs> That felt good man get that out yes. how You're you right? doing
2: man i'm good how are you both
1: we're doing well man living staying I'm busy man trip. It's to been a crazy work done, trip working on this podcast thank you for having me
0: always no, man. man thank you talk You're, to yeah,
1: yeah no go ahead you go i go was ahead. gonna say uh, yeah. talk
0: to us about uh your recent projects i mean me and you have been in a text like a text battle for <laughs> the last like month just trying to figure out how to get you on and you got stuff coming up all the time. Like, you just went to Atlanta. What was that all about?
2: Uh, you know what? I actually didn't take that trip in the end. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Oh, um, but I, they moved the location to Long Beach. So oh, really? Yeah. Oh,
0: convenient. Really yeah, convenient. Yeah, wow. it wasn't too bad. What Roger was that project?
2: T- uh, it's an Apple commercial. Oh, dope. Yeah, I, I kind of can't really say too much about yeah. it. Okay, uh, no, worries. no worries. No worries. It's, got good, got it's got a good got one. Got it's, a good one. It. it's a good one. I can't wait to see it. How yeah. long does
0: that process usually take from, like, you guys recording it and all that to it coming out, actually? Um... It depends. I mean,
2: like, sometimes it can be like a month or two weeks. Sometimes it's yeah. even shorter. It depends how late, like, everything comes together and when, mm-hmm. like, it needs to, like, come out.
0: For yeah.
1: sure. For sure. That's awesome, man. So what's what's the longest you ever had to film anything? Like, what's the longest project you've been a part of?
2: Uh, I've been making a documentary for, like, seven years, and we're still making it. Really? <laughs> yeah.
1: Can you talk about that one?
2: Uh, kind of. It's um, it's called the Boombox Project. The Boombox Project. Yeah. So it's about like um, it's based on the this book by an artist called Lila Worko, mm-hmm. and he kind of um, he's done a a load of amazing things, but um, this specifically is about like he was obsessed with those devices and what they mean and how um, they help like different subcultures like mm. explode like hip hop, yep. punk, all these kind of things. Um, and he he was taking imagery of these of boom boxes and it be, they became like really seminal and like all these famous people like collecting them and he started to get like messages from them about why they mean so much to them mm. and um so he made this book compiling all their like stories and thoughts um and from there um myself a producer friend of mine um called dominic buchanan who um He's one of the people behind that show, The End of the Fucking World, on Netflix. Yeah, I've seen, that, yeah. Actually, I've
1: seen a couple episodes. Again. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, me, him, and um, Lyle—we've uh, been making this documentary for a long time. Um, That's sick. Yeah, it's going to be really cool because it—you think it's going to be kind of niche, mm-hmm. but then it explodes into all these different things, and yeah. you start thinking about like how, when we're all kids, like how we like consume stuff. Like mm. when you listen to the radio, you have to record the song like then and there you can't yes, just play it back yes and now That's you can f- just pick your phone up boom it's right there
0: it's crazy do you know what i mean how much longer do you think you have on that since it's been seven years already honestly i don't know it's just in the, it <laughs> just doesn't know. end seven years. yeah so it's just like you just do pieces of it at a time or what and you yeah. just go and do other stuff and then come back to it and just non-stop yeah. yeah and we it's kind of
2: in long story short it's a little bit like self-funded in a way or like we mm-hmm. have a production partner but we, like, find more production partners or more funding as we go. Because yeah. um, it kind of started just with, like, a core team. And it was about, like, getting into... A, a reason you don't get stories like that told in like with, like, a high production value a lot is because you have to, like, earn the trust of the, like, people that you're going to capture. Yep. Yeah. Um. So over time, it was about, like, getting into certain
1: worlds and then finding more resources. So with a story like this, especially since you guys have been... You know, f- you know working on it for seven years, is something like this like developing as you go on because I know like you might be working on it and then you might think you've covered something and then as time goes on, you might hear something or hear another story that you might want to incorporate, so is that like something that's like you know kind of like as you go that keeps happening as it goes? yeah, exactly, yeah, uh, yeah, t- yeah you're totally right, and it's really interesting
2: like what what can be added, but mm-hmm. you don't see it like evolving like people told me at the beginning documentaries are going to take a long time mm. and um, they're going to go places you're not aware of. And I was like, yeah, yeah, kind mm-hmm. of thing. But I, d- I didn't really know what I was getting myself
1: into. And now seven years later, is like? it's probably after seven years of doing anything, that has to kind of resonate and kind of become a part of you. You kind of have to start – because diving into anything for seven years, especially a documentary, because I, I know when we're watching documentaries, by the end of that hour and a half you're watching it, you felt like you just – Dove into a whole nother culture. So I can't imagine filming something like this for seven years. And because I know after, you know, whenever you guys finish it, it's probably going to be, you're probably
0: going to, it's probably going to be probably one of your favorite, you know. It's your baby. It has to be. That's your baby, man. You work on that for seven years. And so at like the start of it, you have like your whole planned out, right? Like it's planned out, right? To a whole thing. But then over seven years, that plan has to just, like you guys talked about. So you do have a set plan at the start. It's not just like oh, I mean, I guess it's yeah, open so ended, like, how, but how do it's documentaries crazy.
1: Work like that. That's one thing I always wondered because filming a documentary has to be completely different from filming like just let's say a music video or just like a movie. Like those are they're different processes because mm. I know it's just you got to get that's a ton of fact checking. And I know that probably takes it's probably never ending. Like how does that work?
2: Yeah, I think and with this specific one because we had a book to base it off of, we mm-hmm. had like some sort of a structure. Got it, but. When I came on board, Lyle, for example, who's, who I'm who I'm writing the, the documentary with, he um, he already had ideas of like in hindsight, looking back at the book where he wanted to take the story now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think there's, it depends on what you're making. Like some people I know, they're making a documentary about one person and they kind of they almost come in late and mm. and the person like might have approached them and said let's make this and they're finding it as they go from the start and they just yeah. start yeah. shooting they that have like sense. a format um but with us we d- we did have like a plan and then we've been adding like to that plan yeah yeah so it just cool. keeps
0: changing with different people different yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> different stories i could imagine that's man that could be wild <laughs> yeah. um Talk to me about the Don Cheadle project. I, I saw your golf that oh, golf. Right, yeah. Yes, I love I love golf. I'm a big golfer, so watching that, I, I I like that a lot. Just talk to me about working with him in that whole that whole scenario. I mean, that was amazing. It was like
2: in December, um, and it kind of got delayed because obviously the, it was for the U.S. Open, and obviously that moved. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, with commercials, like an agency will come up with a concept that mm-hmm. they've like developed with the client. And then they'll they'll brief it out to different directors to pitch on it, um, so yeah. My, I was just I guess my take was like trying to like let his personality shine, his charisma. Like he's a legend, and he's clearly mm-hmm. like someone that um, his energy is like. It's crazy. So
1: yeah, he just pulls you in. No, for sure. Because I'm watching that and like, almost for a little while, I didn't know it was about golf. I was like, is this a whiskey commercial? Because like it had, a, it, had <laughs> true, a, it had a, true, true, had a dope true. vibe and like you know seeing Don Cheadle. He just had that kickback, you know, chill to him, and he's kind of just sitting there with a drink and just, I don't know. I was like, oh, this is for the the U.S. Open, I started looking, and it was just dope. So like, I know you said that the, the agent come up with like the the theme of it. So just like, did John Chilo have anything, or he just showed up and said, okay, this is what we're doing, boom, or he kind of helped you, or did he kind of have any input on like what was going on? He definitely had an input. Like,
2: um, I guess he's representing himself too mm-hmm. in it. Like he he's not playing a character. Yeah. yeah. So the words, what he's saying, like, the kind of, I guess the message of it, he he had a hand in it, and his mm. his notes, and like, his ideas were like, spot on, like, I, w- I was yeah. kind of, I, w- I wasn't surprised, because the kind of movies he's been in, and yeah. like, he's directed as well, like, directing forever, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: it seems like someone like, of that like, star power that's been in so many things, like, when they get on set with you, it's not like you have to like, coach, you don't have to coach someone like that, or tell them anything, it's like, just like a collaboration, it's kind of yeah. like, almost like NBA players and NBA coaches. It's like, there's not so much you can say to someone that's been playing 82 games a year. Or they've
1: been playing their whole yeah, life. Yeah, they've been playing their whatever. whole life. Like,
0: you know what you're doing wrong at this point in your life. And it seems like someone when you... Is that similar to when you're directing people? Like, it's more of a collaboration. Like, he can change things if he thinks it's better, if you see it's better that way. Like, t- talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
2: I think you're totally right. Like, um, at his level, he's, like, the top of the game, mm-hmm. just like you are. And yeah. it's, like, technically... There's nothing I can say to him. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, no, for <laughs> sure.
1: You just have to kind. Con- it's it's
0: like working there. Like working. But if him. he, but people like that. If he's open to it, then it also gains even more respect for someone. You know what I mean? If he's more open. If he's open to your suggestions too, then it seems like he's coachable. He's a coachable actor. Yeah, yeah sure. Like. He de- <laughs> he
2: definitely was like, how am I doing? And what do you think? And stuff like that's that. That's
0: that's dope. Yeah,
2: but the level that he was hitting was like, was like crazy. Yeah, super um, professional. Yeah, it was weird as well because um, the DP, the cinematographer, um is like this legendary cinematographer, cinematographer mm-hmm. called Robert Elswit mm-hmm. and he shot like um, Boogie Nights he oh shot wow. like Michael okay. Clayton like I, I mean i could go on all day about the kind of he shot the models on the Empire Strikes Back for example really? like when he was like younger um, Damn. that's super dope yeah so i was kind of if i'm honest like he's like a legend I, yeah i was kind of nervous cuz i was working <laughs> with him and Don and they know, they've worked on movies together um,
0: so, oh. yeah, it was cool. It was amazing. So yeah. That must be dope, man. Yeah, that turns out great. I like that Okay, lot, so
1: Thank you. I know you probably, you probably filmed and directed a ton of, you know, work or pieces and, and movies and what's on that. But if you would, who is like, not, don't, t- you can't even have to say names, but have you ever worked with an actor who was like hard to work
0: with? Um, yeah. You ever having like crazy. Or music, musician or, or musician. Yeah. I mean, yeah like, so so ever certainly. Been, yeah. And like, i like. Musician or actor, what's tougher? I'd say musicians are harder to work with. Because they don't do it all the because time. Because they're not really... I mean, I guess they kind of act in a way all the time, but not like that. I think, me personally, I feel like um, I've
2: had, like, mostly good experiences. Mm-hmm. I've had a few bad experiences. I think sometimes it's it just happens to be a really bad time for someone, and... yeah. yeah. The job has to happen in a particular day or window where, ooh, yeah. what's going on in their life. I kind of don't blame them. Yeah, but there are some times where, um, it's like a pers- certain personality type that I think maybe they should probably direct it
1: themselves. <laughs> <Otherwise they're laughs> it doesn't matter who yeah. else yeah. is doing it. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? True, um, true. Yeah, I feel you. No, because I know it's it's kind of like that in basketball. Because I mean, it's. You get to a point where, yeah, like, players, (laughs) they've been playing for so long, we're we're at the top of our game, and, you know, we're only a certain amount of people playing in the NBA. And it sucks sometimes because when coaches give you criticism, Mm -hmm. yes, they mean well, and yes, they have experience with, you know, the level of players around them, but sometimes you just want to be like, well, you've never really done this yourself. Like, I know you can preach and tell me, oh, you should – do this move like that, or you should shoot the ball like that. But it's just like until you've like been in my shoes, like and actually got to this level and played and done well, it's just like sometimes it's hard to to listen to people. But at the same time, that's the other part of the game. It's just like you have to be kind of like professional and coachable and understand that. Like yeah. it's not so much somebody, you know, you're, you know, it's a bossing type of you know working type mm-hmm. thing. It's kind of like you guys are kind of we're on the same team. It's like a working together. So I think especially like right now, all the good teams that are doing well, yeah, because it's, it's not because it's like oh. Um, number one you're number two you're number three it's like no we all working together we all got the same okay. goal we got kind of together and I know it's probably like that with you know directing I probably bet all the good experiences have been like with people who were kind of willing to work with you and kind of willing to do whatever you asking because I know sometimes that's hard to do and especially right now like you, you're at a, a high level where it's just people working with I know it's probably a ton of egos and there's a p- ton of people that probably are used to doing it s- a certain way but man like I know that directing is probably probably super challenging
2: I mean, I think it's like juggling all the different um, aspects of it because yeah. it's more than just the stuff you do on set. Mm-hmm. But I think listening to you talking just there, I was thinking about like, I think when you're making a music video, the interesting dynamic is you're directing an artist, but the artist is also your boss mm. because it's their video and they're paying yeah. for it. And they're yeah, paying yeah, for yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, that's good.
0: That's good Talk, yeah. Talking about the music videos, I s- we watched... The Jay-Z, Damian Marley, wanted yeah. to talk about that video and how that just, that all came apart. Um,
2: I have like, uh, I guess like, they were like, you have like a music video rep. Mm-hmm. Um, so through like my rep at the time and a um, kind of a commissioner for the project who was like, it's their job to kind of find directors. Um, I think uh, he got shown my work and he liked uh, some of, like so what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, at that time the the album was kind of a secret. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so um I couldn't actually get normally they'll send you the song on like a link and you can just keep playing it and write an idea. But um they played me on FaceTime, like young guru played it to me. So I could only hear it like once. <laughs> Which, Over FaceTime? Yeah. It makes sense though, because
1: yeah. like yeah, yeah. it so secret. super secret. And like, that's that's Jay Z though, like all his projects like just one week. Before anything happens, yeah, my album's coming out tomorrow. It's just like, yeah. wait,
0: what? That and shit will just, get. That shit will get. Not only does he have It'll songs, he'll so have so like quick. a
1: whole bunch of videos to go with. So it's like, oh, you've been working on this for yeah. months and months and months and months. Like this ain't over. Just like a spur of the moment type thing. I know it, and because the level of like the quality of the, of the video was amazing, and it was like a I whole movie in itself. Like it was just more than music, and that was that was amazing. It, it was definitely
0: a vibe, and I loved it.
1: Yeah. It was
0: great, and so when the quality in all all those like fashions, it's so high quality. that because they put more, they have to put more money into it, right? When you do certain shoots, like working with Jay Z, obviously, like the budget's different than. Yeah, where did you guys film
1: that again? That was in in Kingston, in Kingston.
0: Yeah, and my mom is Jamaican, so oh nice, yeah, like
2: I know it well. Um, So did
1: you like did you get to go home and see family, or you still have family out there?
2: Yeah, uh, was that project's really special to me, not just because of what it's about, Mm -hmm. but the day. When I went there, like my granddad was dying and he'd like retired there like a few years before. Oh man, sorry to hear that. I know, um, I appreciate that. But when the the day that I got there, I went to see him and it's the last time I saw him. So it was really beautiful. Like I got to like spend time with him and then make something that is like telling his story
0: too. So it's kind of like it was beautiful.
1: Yeah, oh, that must have been
0: dope, man. Talk yeah. about working with Jay Z, man. How's that? I mean, I love Jay Z, fan, Big Jay Z yeah. fan. What was he like? I know. He's important. amazing. He's very, very
2: intelligent, very sharp. Yeah. Um, he's like obviously like an uh, incredible artist, and he. What I really appreciated was um, when I worked with him, it was definitely like the biggest thing opportunity I ever had. Mm-hmm. And there, some of the people that were also making videos for that project, or I was pitching against to make that video um i i appreciate that he he gave me a chance like he saw what i was trying to do and he saw something in me and he said no i'm going to give you this opportunity um and then when we did work together um it's one of the best collaborative experiences i had like he really trusted me to do what i do and what we discussed and like yeah developed together um and i think it shows in the video like it it just it just all clicked and like he really supported it and I was like, it was just an honor to work with him, to be honest with you. Yeah, that was amazing. That's That's awesome. How long was that shoot? Like four days.
1: Really? Four days? Yeah. You only there for four days? Oh my God. Yeah. It looked like it was
0: there at least least a week. I'm like, but damn. How much are you filming in those four days then? Like all the time. The whole time? Yeah, yeah. The whole time? Yeah. And what was the total time on the video again? I don't remember. It's like seven minutes. Yeah, Yeah, seven minutes. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. that's crazy, man.
1: So. You're filming nonstop, so I'm guessing it's not really, like, I'm guessing there's times during the, the filming where you're like, okay, we're going to do it this way, we're going to set it up, and I'm sure there's other times where it's just kind of candid, and you're just kind of following him and kind of capturing the moments, like, which more, like, how much of that was, like, you know, planned, and just kind of like, alright, just follow him. I think it's a mixture, like, it's it's interesting that you picked that up,
2: because um, I think my particular style, like the way I started, like I used to do everything myself and I mm. didn't really have any budget. So everything I did was based on real life. Yeah. So I was always trying to make something natural look like mm. cinematic. Yeah. Um, so with this particular project, I like had a plan of like, I know this area is a key area for the story because it's where like Bob Marley is from. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're following like this idea of legacy of like Damien Marley following his father's footsteps. Um, and so it's like when you're walking around the area what route do i put them on yeah. where this that conversation is going to come out and <sighs> do you know what i mean and yeah by, n- by not telling them talk about this right here mm-hmm. it feels more
0: natural because it is like they're just yeah. they're just like going they're, they're talking yeah. about life and stuff you try to mess with things too much it's just it it like, like the natural of part legs. of it like talking and stuff that's that's awesome though that's it must be crazy. To so do how many mi- so how
1: many places did you go around Kingston? Like you know, I know because Demi's from there, and he's he was probably just walking around showing you his hometown. Like how many places did you guys get to see? And like, was you guys see anything like crazy? Cause I know like psh, Bob Marley being there, and then being there with his son, and then Jay Z. Like <laughs> that has to feel different than just going by yourself and just walking around because. You getting like a you getting like the story, bro. Not a lot of people get to say like, yeah, I know Bob was here and I know this is here yeah, like, because you I followed them.
0: That's good. That's, that's that crazy. must
1: have been like because me, I'm just kind of thinking about getting chills right now. Just like I know you being there must have been like super surreal.
2: Yeah, it's like a it's kind of like a dream when I think yeah. about it. Like I almost, if I didn't have the video, yeah, I would You'd, think it never happened. Yeah, it was and wild. And not it's only do wild. you have the
1: video, you have it in the best quality and you got your own <laughs> spin on it. So I know that's probably like the best film for that. Yeah.
0: Man, man yeah. the the next thing I want to talk to you about, we kind of talked about it. I, I'm a big Nas fan. And you, the, all the work you've done with him, talk about that a little bit to us. I mean, again, that was wild. And it was like the next year. So I was kind of... So it literally, you did the Jay-Z thing and then the next year you get hit up to do the Nas thing. Yeah. And who hits you? His agent? Or how's that? how uh, does it work?
2: It was like a, um, my my music video rep was is knows him really well, yeah. And uh, she was talking to him about um, that album, and it had just come out. And she asked me like, he wants to do videos, and he said, pick a song and write an idea. So I picked one, and I I did this idea, and I sent it to to his team. And then he said, I really like this. What would you do for the whole project? Um, wow. Yeah. So we. Yeah, it was Damn. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, was <laughs> what
1: song did you, like, you pick? The uh, uh, I
2: did "Cop Shot the Kid" was the first song I wrote for you. Yeah.
0: <sighs> yeah, man, you got to do
1: Jay Z and
2: uh, I know it's unbelievable.
0: Did, is, do you have future work with Nas 2 coming out, or you? What were you showing me? You sent me that there's like the or I watched the doc. There's like a little documentary about it, right? Or like uh, a video. I don't know if it was Andrew who sent me that, or was it just the video?
2: I have, there's, like, a few versions of it. There's, like, a long okay. yeah, yeah, okay. film one, and then there's, like, some spin off videos. That's awesome,
0: yeah. man. I, I saw the the long video, the cut of it, and that, that's amazing. And so, like, in your music videos, you like to make them longer, it seems like, in the sense of, like, even the Jay-Z one. It's kind of like a mini-movie. Mo- yeah, it gives it, like, a real, a, it's, it's a story.
1: It's not like a movie, but it, it, it's like a movie, but it's, it's a story. Mm. Now you have, you have, like, some content. It's like a Broadway play almost. You get a little bit of context, and then go straight into the music, and then it'll stop. Give you a little more, like give you a story, give you some background or whatever, and then it just keeps going. With with those, I would like to take credit
2: for that, but I can't. Yeah. It was kind of what they wanted from the outset. Yeah. Mm. Um, like uh, with the Jay Z project, with all those videos, he really wanted them to have deeper messages. Yeah. Um, and like be their own like little short films. Yeah. Um, and with the Nas piece, it being like a visual album, like he wanted to have narrative weaving through it, and a lot of the ideas in it like I had an I had like an idea of what I wanted to do and then I was in New York and we sat down and he was like I've read it and really digested it and here's some uh, extra symbolism I want to put in it um, which was crazy because that guy
1: his mind must be I know it's my everything nothing everything he does is with purpose and it's all like it's all constructed very technically and I feel like just the fact that he would just like even saying like yeah I want this type of symbolism like was that hard for you to kind of incorporate? Because now you kind of have to you have to focus on it but make it subtle at the same time because you don't want that to kind of like take up the shot. But you know with him, I bet you he probably had a ton of stuff he wanted in or just in the background just kind of give you that feel that like if you miss it, you'll miss it. But if you go back, you'll find it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, I mean, his symbolism was spot on. It's like, fun, yeah, yeah he's, he's a real like... Um, I could sense this in his lyrics anyway, like being a student of him over mm-hmm. for like my, most of my life. Yeah. But his knowledge of history is like crazy. Oh. oh. I mean His, is
0: lyric, so he's, his lyricist so is, he's crazy with the words. See, yeah, so it's I grew crazy. up,
1: so I grew up like, I grew up, was Jay-Z was, he, I grew up listening to Jay-Z but not as much as I did like let's say other artists at my time because like when we were growing up like Little Wayne was a hot artist and that mm-hmm. is a completely different style of rap music than Jay-Z. Like right, Jay-Z definitely. is, I feel like he was more intellectual and he kind of gives you a message behind each rhyme. So when I got older, and especially when I got into the league, a lot of my teammates were like much older than me, but they all listened to Jay Z, and they always thought I was a young guy just listening to Lil Wayne and Drake and whoever else was coming up at the time. But like, I'm, I'll never forget I was hanging out with one of my my old heads in the league, and we literally listened. This is like when uh Magna Carta dropped too, mm-hmm. yep. And he we, we literally just was chilling in his backyard one summer, just listening to the entire Jay Z album, and he but it was weird because he was breaking it down to me. In like deeper way, and he's giving me history of like all the albums, starting with like a Reasonable Doubt, you know what that means, and every lyric he came out with, he was just like pausing it, giving me a little history lesson. I'm just like, is this re-? like Jay Z? Is like, is this really what everybody's hearing? Because I just felt like you know you listen to a song, you just listen, but I was like, if you listen to Jay Z, it is it, like deep. every 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 song is like a work of art, and it is deep if you really listen to it, and you can stuck up for a long time. So like. I know, you know, listening to him is one thing, but trying to work with them to get all that message in there visually, so the peak people can pick up on
0: that probably is. Yeah, yeah. Oh Imagine boy, the same with Nas. I mean, those yeah. their lyrics are crazy, man. You listen like, what's your favorite Nas song?
1: That's tough. That's tough. I mean, That's I guess I put if you you put, put him on, you, on the spot, what like, about album?
0: What about album? I know what my favorite Nas song is. Oh what shit! Is it? it came
2: to me. It's um, he has a song called "Stay" mm-hmm. on the album, like maybe like two or three albums
1: ago. Okay.
2: Cause he, didn't he just dropped
1: a new album too. He just dropped an yeah, yeah. album.
2: Have you heard it? I was I listening to. It, I heard
1: it. a few songs. that am like, on the. But yeah, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I, I mean, that's, I have, what I, that's what I heard too. Because I listened to one song. Like, okay, when you especially when you hear like an older rapper, it's hard. It's hard because you know, like the times have kind of changed a little bit, and you're kind of trying to figure out where they're gonna fit in the context of like. Yeah, you're a rapper. Yo, Naj was like, I was like, oh, this doesn't sound like an old dude. Right? This sounds like not. Like, this is like a classic Nas. Well, whatever it's crazy it's to th- think
0: about those guys. Like, even Fabulous, you see him mm-hmm. rapping still, and he still has like that same vibe. Yeah, people like, man. It's like, he doesn't feel like he's that really old. Doesn't. It feels like he's.
1: But they're, they're just elite at what they do.
0: Oh, for sure. And anytime for you're sure.
1: timeless and you're a classic, you're going to stick around. It's just like Robert. someone
0: would still love to watch Michael Jordan shoot a jumper. Still. To this day. Yeah, I, people would pay not. to go see him still. to shoot a basketball. I saw him on... Sh- uh, <laughs> <laughs> people, people, people would, <laughs> though. He <laughs> <People> said, would. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know, man. Well,
1: hey. Wasn't
2: he playing with some people on like, social media? In Bahamas. Media? Yeah. was no, in the Bahamas, and he was talking up. shit was, to
1: people. I was watching that. Exactly. Yeah. You people, would watch it, too. People oh, will yeah. watch that. Because he even said it like, oh, you ain't never heard of Michael Jordan. Go look up on YouTube. Michael <laughs> Jordan, look at how... I was like, damn, <laughs> like, these are just people who didn't even think <laughs> they was going to run into. You talking shit to them? But either way. For real. But no, man. Do you guys play video games?
0: Yes, we do heavy. What about you, man? What's your games? Yeah, what you been playing?
2: The reason I'm bringing up is the Nas album is like it's one of those albums you when you're doing something,
0: yeah, yeah, you let wash over you. Like
1: that's a vibe. No, like that's that's the thing. Oh, for sure,
0: we're always playing random music while we're playing games. It's so so what kind of music do you listen to?
2: Like what type of genres of music? I kind of listen to a a whole load of things. Like I say, my main go-to is like hip hop and R Mm and B, but I love like listening to film scores. Especially Re- when I'm thinking of ideas.
1: Really, you do as well, right? This oh guy, God! This oh guy. my! Oh man! Oh, where's my phone?
2: I will send you. I got a writing playlist where I just add like my favorite. Yeah, we need that.
1: We need that. Yeah, because tonight I'll probably just be over that fireplace where we're staying, crack some wine open. I'll listen to that and just probably fall asleep. <laughs> I listen to it all the time. Everybody gives me a ton of shit about it because I'm always p- listening to like just movie film like songs or just or soundtracks, whatever. Like I love. Christopher Nolan's movies because all his soundtracks by like who, who, Hans Zimmer. He's great. Alan Silvestri. Great. Uh, who else do I... I There's so many people. I'm tripping. Because nobody <laughs> loves like film yeah, movies. Well, I, I, love, sure. I love them. And it gets... And I just... I don't know. I'm always doing
2: something. What video games are you playing? Um... I mainly just play FIFA, to be honest
0: with you. On PS4 or Xbox? PS4, yeah. Nice. Yeah. We're going to get that we, game Yeah, we need or... that tag and
1: we'll play. He's good. He's really good. Um, I'm okay. I play a good amount of FIFA. For who's, your sure. right. who's your team? Who's your team? Yeah,
2: who's your team? I kind of rotate. At the moment, it's a bit of like <laughs> Liverpool. Okay. I mean, I'm not even a Liverpool fan, so it's kind yeah. of... Well, who's your team then in real I'm life? I'm an Arsenal fan. Arsenal? Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's where I'm
0: from. Okay. I yeah. used to. It's funny because I never played FIFA until one of my college teammates introduced me to it, and he was a big soccer fan, and he stayed on our couch for 6 months but that's a different story and he was the biggest Arsenal fan when Van Persie was there Arsene Wenger right, right, right. all those guys who else was the who was the Terry middle? Terry Henry. Yep, Henry. All the, man, he used to be a diehard, and he's the one that got me on FIFA. And then, like, from that day, I've just been. Yeah, you uh, you,
1: you're, you actually keep up with it. And I, I don't keep up with it as much. I have teammates that I keep up with it because, like, all the European teammates, they just. It's crazy how
0: games like that, though, like, introduce you to the play. Like, you start to just know. Like, I'm not sure. a, even a big soccer fan, but it's like I still know all these players just because I play the game consistently. Mm-hmm. Now
1: I get excited when, like, the older great players start coming
0: to, like. MLS yeah. over here. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I was kind of bummed out when they were like, "Oh, Messi's not leaving," because they said he was. going
0: What was it? Well, he's going. They said Man City. Was it? That was what it was yeah, Man it like. City.
1: They were saying like Man City was going to eventually. Then eventually he had that little sent talk him to
0: like New York. Well, he had that talk with what's his name, David Beckham. He just joked about saying, <sighs> "Maybe someday I'll end up on the new Miami team that David Beckham owns." <laughs> <At the hobby laughs> that would be game, people. Th- that's what I'm saying though. People would go pack out to see Messi at 30. Seven, I would see Messi uh, as long as he's on the field, oh, he could yeah. be a, a coach. That's he's a magician with his feet. That's, that's
2: crazy, yeah. That was my first ever job, like professional job, was with him with, with Messi. <laughs> no, <laughs> like <laughs> 10 years ago, like <laughs> no wait, what Wait,
1: what was going on? Give us a give us a story. You what know, happened? Give
2: us I was like making stuff with my friends, like just shooting stuff on a camera, and um, uh, a lot of them had like Adidas kind of partnerships or Adidas, yeah, kind of, and um. I joined this production company. And I didn't even know like about that kind of world. Mm-hmm. But they saw my work and they said, we'll represent you. We can get you bigger things. So like maybe two weeks after joining them, they were like, we have this um, film. Messi's going to come to London as a surprise. He's going to land on a field and play
0: uh, football with a load of kids. I um, remember this. Wait,
1: so, so, yeah, two we- it?
0: Yes. I'm, pre- yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen this with Messi. with playing with little kids. Yes, yeah. yes. I've seen this. Yeah
1: really so i shot
2: it with like um at first i was only going to be one of the cameramen so it was like four of us who we all came from like the dslr kind of camera Mm -hmm. kind of era because it was happening in real time and it was like had to be covert so they wanted us to do it do it and then as we were like prepping it the company i was working with was like you you're going to direct it and like lead it Um, wow yeah how'd you feel about that when they told you I, I was just like, this is crazy, like my first like proper job where I'm getting paid. S- so really like, messy.
0: did you have the mindset of, like you were going to be a director, or were you like a cameraman that just had the aspirations to be the director? Or I was, was it directing um, it.
2: I was just shooting it and editing it and everything as well. Like I okay. didn't have any budget. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't really have anyone to like help me. Sometimes yeah. a really good friend of mine who is a is a cinematographer now, and mm-hmm. we've worked together a lot. Sometimes he would shoot it for me, and I would just direct it. But a lot of the time. It would happen so quick it'd be like someone would call me and say, What are you doing now? Like cu- yeah. let's go and shoot something. So I was just kind of making Yeah, stuff. that's awesome. What was Messi like? Uh, I didn't do, I didn't deal with him directly a lot. Yeah. Because okay, at that makes the time sense. he was I don't I think he could speak English, but not like he can now. Yeah. Um for sure. But um one of the other uh cameramen on that job who is also now a director and a really good director, he um He's Brazilian, um, so he could speak, like, he sp- speaks bit. Portuguese, but yeah. he could also speak, like, they could communicate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was, like, the more, like... The one talking the to him. Yeah, yeah. But it was amazing, like, being around him and working with him, and... Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. That's crazy.
1: So so how did you get into film? Like, how did you... Like, where did this all start? Uh, it's something I always
2: wanted to do, and then um, when I was at school, I was going to go and do something else, because even though that was my dream, I just didn't know how to do it. Like, the, what is really the route? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no um, clear-cut like, no. direction for this. Yeah. No. Um, so my uh, art teacher, he found out I was going to go and do like this other degree, and he told me, like, you're supposed to do this. Like, I, I know you're going to do it, mm-hmm. and you're really good at art. Go to art school. So I went to like this really good art school in England and just kept working and making things and learning to edit and shoot. And then when I came out, I was like, I'd work as a runner on stuff. Like, I worked for a couple of weeks on that film, Attack the Block, that John Boyega's in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that movie. Yeah, I think I had. Yeah, wait, wait. I Attack the Block, is that the one where he was in Detroit? Wait, no, it's no, before that. This is, like, his big break. It's like... this uh, Is this in UK still? Yeah, yeah. Okay, then I think I might have heard something like this. You should I watch it. It's cool. Yeah, no, for yeah. uh, no,
2: sure. Um, but me. I worked on a load of things, and then um, and I was just watching pe- what people were doing and mm. picking up, like, I like how this director does this or this um and then just started got a camera and started making stuff and just then doing yeah it. damn yeah man that's 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 crazy you think
1: the your teacher back I home i know i know be like
2: yo you still contact you. You. or no? uh no but it, i mean his name's mr west okay. mr west yeah. <laughs> if you ever
1: listen to this yes, <laughs> yes. Shout yeah shout out shout out i've seen west. him since i oh, became see. a
2: director i went back to the school and like was speaking to him and spoke to the kids and stuff oh, that's dope. but i haven't seen him in the last like since i moved here maybe yeah, right. so yeah
0: Mr. so how long have you been out here
2: uh almost five years almost nice. five years how yeah. you liking
1: it i know you <laughs> you've been over here five years and then now we're in the middle of a freaking <laughs> <laughs> counterweight covid19 there's a whole bunch of fires civil unrest like there's a ton of stuff I'm like how you how you like living over here
2: i like li- i like america i like yeah. living here i like la um I mean, the issues in the country, Mm. they're the same issues in England, like they're maybe exaggerated here compared to England, um, but they're still here. And I think for me, it's interesting because I feel like people talk about them more openly here. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas in England, I think it's in this pandemic with this like awakening and people talking about certain issues. I think a lot of people in England have been surprised when they see stats or they hear stories
1: about what it's really like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I find that really interesting. Yeah, it's crazy, man. This, this awakening—it's happened everywhere. Like, it's a 2020 has been—it's been crazy, a wild year. Like, this is—I don't think there's ever been this much to happen in one year. Yeah, we in started a podcast in the middle of it. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and, it, and the year's still going. Like, hopefully, it gets a lot better. I mean, yeah, there's still <sighs> a lot of time. I mean, We're there's still good. a lot of time. I mean, but hopefully, man, but. I mean oh, you were there that day with the with the NBA. Yeah, with the yes. uh, when they took the high yeah. Yeah. That times.
0: was his team. That was against your they didn't they didn't come out on the court. Yeah, yeah
1: that was that was crazy. And like and the whole reason why you even came back to the league is just to, you know, bring awareness to, you know, the whole movement and just bringing that, that conversation to the forefront of like every topic. But it was wild. Like we since we got to the bubble, we were we were just working nonstop. Like we literally got there, you start practicing. And then, I mean, it was probably, I think, when we first got there for that first week, it was just practice, 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 practice. And then you get one day off, and then you go a week straight, and then you go one day off, and you get a week straight. And then when the game started, and then you go every other day. So it didn't really feel like we didn't have any time to, mm-hmm. like, kind of slow down and kind of think about anything else because it's just, I mean, as soon as I'm done with practice, man, I go take a shower, I'm in my room, and I'm just waiting to go back to practice the next day, so... When all the yeah, so like, you know, when all when all this when all this happened, it was wild, man. When they didn't show up, like we had no idea. Like That's I mean, crazy. I mean, yeah, like we we, we saw no the idea. we had saw the videos and, and yeah, we saw the shootings and so like we I mean, usually like the teams like the and the GMs and the front offices, they'll talk if, you know, a team is planning to do something or trying to take action. They'll let the other team know. But this thing was kind of so spur of the moment, like when we went out there to warm up, and it's weird. Like, when we got to the gym, we saw them shooting around on the court. We saw them out there. But when we went out there for the game, like, the clock just started taking down. It started getting lower and lower. And now at some point, we were just like, all right, something's weird. Like, there's 10 seconds. It's like 10 minutes to go. They're not out here. Something's going on. And then they told us. And then that just, that day was crazy. It really shut the entire league down for, like, what two three days? Like I think it was like all than the, the that. Other sports as well. No sports. It was no, like you it, remember, like every other. Sport it was a domino was like, effect. Do the same thing. Yeah, all, all, it was a yeah. big domino effect. We we had, we had a, a huge meeting, so everybody in the bubble that day, um, we all had a meet, and when we we're in there, we were just pretty much talking about like, okay, what are we gonna do? Like, are we gonna stop again? Are we gonna take action? Like, what are we gonna do? Because, I mean, it's tough because we didn't we didn't ha- like we didn't have a plan of what we were gonna do. As, or even a reason as to why we had stopped the, the playoffs. So I think we were just – everybody was just kind of
0: all over well, the place. Well, it's tough when it, the first team did it. But they, and yeah, they, no they one did else it. knew. And nobody knew. It, like you said, it's yeah. a chain of events. And then you guys are all there, and it's like, well, it started with this one team. It wasn't like we had a – and then you have to talk yeah. it out, which is good. You're yeah. it was your response off you, right? Exactly. Yeah, and so
1: that's the thing. We were like, okay, look, it is what it is. Now we have to, like, tell people, like, we have to give a proper response or we're going to, like, look stupid and just look like mm-hmm. we just did this for attention. And it was just, like, that's not the plan. So yeah, we, there was a ton of ideas. There was even an idea. There was a, even um, an idea that we were going to tell the owners to get all the teams, like, private jets and then fly out to Wisconsin and then just do the protest. Like, all the teams. And... It was just weird because I was like, okay, That'd be I was like, look, we understand, like, get it, we're all on the same page, like, we all want to help, we all want to do, you know, what's best. But I'm just like, could I don't know, it was just a lot of different ideas after that because it was like, okay, could we even sustain that? Because, like, if we leave here, what was the point of coming here in the first place? And it just got crazy, and then it got intense, huh? yeah, we were, we're in that so meeting, it was like, it was like a what, 718s? It was probably like 150-plus <laughs> people, and we were just in there. We were in a conference room with just chairs in a circle hours. So many different personalities, man. So and, every, and not everybody, but whoever wanted to talk got a chance to talk, and it was just... You know how it is. When you get a lot of people in a room, you can't decide on... Like, nobody's going to decide on anything, like, altogether. Mm-hmm. So it took forever, man. So that, that was crazy. a crazy
2: day. It's a crazy day. Personally, watching it, like, I was, like, super proud of, like, all the players. I think it's, like... It was good. It's and massive. It's and massive,
1: and everybody was like, and it was a lot of people that were giving you know NBA shit like, "What did you guys do that for?" Just to play two days later, and it was just like, "Well, no, we did get stuff done." Um, you know the the player association that we have, the uh, the players, yeah, sorry, the player the MBPA, yeah, they all got together after the meeting was over. They stayed together and they they talked until like like five six in the morning. They were calling, you know. Politicians, other people that were kind of can give insight on what they should do, and then after all that, the next morning we showed up thinking that we're gonna have another three-hour, you know, meeting, and it was kind of like, okay, look, we have a plan. This is what we're gonna do. Boom, 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 and then I think one of the biggest things that came out of all that was the fact that we got to open up the arenas to let people vote and a lot of people to vote. So, I mean, that was like to me That's like, okay, can. that that was a big deal because you know how it was like a lot of people they were trying to send their mail and their 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 votes in and. You know, there's some of these people picking up, uh, yeah. like, the bins and dumping them. I don't know. It was just a lot of things. So, to let that happen and allow a lot of people to have a safe place to vote, mm-hmm. it should go a long way. So, I mean, I felt like we Continue. did something.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. But, I mean, it's a weird time, man. So, talk to us about, you said it before, this is your first on-camera interview you've ever done, and you're a director, writer. So,
1: tell us a little bit about that. So special for us. Thank you again. Yeah, so special. A thousand special. Times.
2: I, this is, I feel, we feel special. This is an
0: honor.
1: This is an honor.
2: I don't basically I don't really like attention. Yeah. Um and I think that's why like two of my brothers are actors. Um Oh really? Think, yeah. I'm not I'm not an actor mm-hmm. for that reason of like I'd rather be behind the camera and yeah. the focus is on someone else. I've done like a podcast before but it wasn't mm-hmm. filmed. It mm-hmm. wasn't filmed. So yeah. like Yeah, well, I kind of if and yeah, this is like crazy I said it's like our
1: third one f- being filmed ever. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like damn. Yeah, it's yeah. We're off to a really good start now. Like, it can, we got to find a way to take it higher than this. Yep. Yeah, It's a big deal. I've
2: been listening to your podcast. I
0: like it a oh, lot. Thank you thank so much. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, yeah. man. We've been keeping up on your work for sure. Yeah, yeah. But nice. like like I said,
1: if it wasn't you, I
0: probably would have said no. That means so much. So talk, about when, so talk much. about when you guys first met and how that, you guys talked about it a little bit before. Yeah, we, got no, we met in airport. L.A.
1: So where was it? We are at the, the Nice guy. guy, yeah. The Nice Guy, yeah. Was that it five
0: was years ago when you first came here? No. Three
1: or four, maybe three. Yeah. I, it might have been like three and a half years ago, three yeah. and a half years ago. Cause I remember Anderson, yeah, he just got to the stage, he's a big time director. And he was telling me, was like, yeah, he's just, no, 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 he, no, because this is when he was like, yeah, he just got done doing this thing with Jay-Z, he's like, he's big time. I was like, oh, wait, really? I was like, damn. And then he came over, we were having drinks, talking. I was like, oh, this guy's super fucking chill. I thought when he told me like big time director, I thought it was like, oh, shit. Like, All right. He's going to come here and just be like the fucking, and he came here super chill. I was like, what's up? I was like, oh. Oh shit, what's up, bro? What's up? What's that? What's that? cool. <laughs> this is cool. Like, we had had a couple of drinks and start chopping it up and it was yeah. cool. It was yeah. nice talking about vibe. films, right? Huh?
2: We were talking about movies like Yeah, yeah we're talking yeah. about yeah, we're
1: talking about everything, man.
2: That's awesome. Comics man. as well, I think. I remember. You big comic oh, like yeah. into comics? I do, yeah. I don't know if I'm like
1: yeah. Trust me. I I used to, I I know, used like to be huge, do, but, but like I don't know, since I think after like that whole uh, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame I think that was just the climax,
0: and I just kind of like. It was your end game. It was the end of your game. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, in a way. Yeah, i must don't get me wrong. I'm I still love comics. I'm I'm a big Marvel DC guy. But yeah, man. After that, after that end game, it was just you ten, ten years. Ten years of just watching in anticipation, just waiting, and just wa- I need a break. I need a separate. I can't. It's you too like much. you like
0: Avengers? I do. Yeah. What was your favorite movie then? With that one, you liked Infinity Wars, wasn't it? Better than Endgame, or would you? I thought you told me that one time. Yeah, Infinity War. Infinity War is
1: probably it's in terms of just movies is a really good movie. Yeah, not just it is a good movie. Yeah. What about you? Like, like I unexpected as well. I I, I did not because everybody thinks of, and and for me I kind of saw it coming. I, I knew that, you know, the MCU movies were like really really you know they were well put together. But when you t- when you tell people like, oh, I'm into these superhero comic movies, and they're just like, Oh, okay. So you're into that, you know, that little mm. kid. Yeah, Study yeah. child. But yo, like, I'm telling you, there's a lot of those movies where they trigger your emotions. There's great acting. They have oh, great actors. Yes. Uh, unbelievable uh, actors in it. Come on. Oh man, bro. Say the little kid stuff. This is no, this adult is, it made superstars me, in it. That's what I'm saying. It made me feel like not a kid, but it felt like Mm. I I was old enough to understand like these emotions are really <laughs> fuck with me and like I work. feel like in those two as well Infinity, Infinity War and Endgame you oh. really yeah. see how good the actors are because yeah. there's For some big sure. scenes in those oh just the fact that Tony Tony sorry Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> he like he died in that movie and it was it like t- like you might have thought somebody really died if you didn't see the movie and hopped on Instagram and then you're seeing all these people you know with Tony and or sorry R D J and just it looked like he might have passed away and i was just like damn like yeah. you really connected with these characters over 10 years i was like well, i'm 29 now i was what 18 19 when these first movies start coming out so yeah i'm sorry i this is how you, you, spoil, you
0: spoiled it for me too thanks for that i mean you you, didn't, me. you never watched them <laughs> no i watched no, them? i watched them but yeah, it took, I, 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 I was that guy i was no, i'm
1: reading i'm finding scripts online deep online oh, somewhere I'm reading like it. screenplays he's trying to spoil <laughs> his I'm, yeah i had all my i knew the whole plot of the movie before you saw it, I was. Oh, man, if, I, if, if I don't, if I don't boy, see a movie, big if I don't do. see
0: the movie within like a week or two, he will just naturally spoil it to me. Like Star Wars, he told me everything that happened in that before I could even go see it. Yeah, Avengers, he's like, he died, he died. Wait, you know who died? Don't tell like, me what
2: happens in Tenet, Then I haven't seen it yet.
0: He's seen I, that. I haven't. I haven't seen that. I'm not. I won't say anything
2: about Tenet. I think I figured it out from the trailer, but
1: please tell me. I won't, I won't say anything if I won't spoil it. I just want to hear Keep which because it's, it's a weird,
2: same. it's very. When I was watching the trailer, they show you um, what looks like the same scene, mm-hmm. but when I was watching it, the main character was moving in two different, or things around him were moving in two different directions. So I was thinking they're going to go at some point in the story. They're going to have to use that inversion or whatever it is and go back through some, what they've seen, what you've seen.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, man, I, I have to go watch it again. I'll tell you that. I have to see it again. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it in any kind of way, especially for anybody
0: that hasn't seen Is it yet. good? Is it good? Tell, can you at least tell us that? <laughs> 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 it's tough, man. <laughs> it's hard. Like it's
1: it's tough. Like because I don't fully understand it. Yeah. And I feel like once I understand it, it's gonna blow my mind. But that but that's the thing, like, with Christopher Nolan. He's great with like confusing and like you know tricky concepts, and he make he puts it in a way where you can see it and understand, but mm-hmm. also like you know visually understand, see and under have a sense of what's going on. This one is kind of hard. It's kind of hard, and I for me like I'm I pride myself on like keeping up with movies and understand what's going on. I was it was a little hard on this one. <laughs> what do you think of Inception? I loved it. Love that movie. I loved it because you you like you understand it. You you can almost explain how it works. You know how, like, you know how the whole thing works with you dreaming and them going into there and your subconscious. What you understand that, like, you can explain. Like this one, they can't really do it, and that's why I love Inception. Like, it was tricky at first, and then once everything starts coming out, you you understand it. You don't feel like you have to ask somebody, wait, wait, why are they, why are mm-hmm. they going slow? Like, why are they, why is the guy flying in the air? It's just like, no, nah, yeah. nah, you have to understand. This one, bro. It's going be a
2: little art. I always like watching his movies again, like with Inception. Yeah. I never clocked. You know when he goes, um, she breaks into his dream, um, mm-hmm. uh, Ellen Page's character, and yeah. she goes to those, like a lift, and he has all the memories of his dead wife. Uh, yeah, and levels. he goes to, yeah.
1: There's like It was like, eight, it was like the basement and this and that. Yeah. But it's a meaning behind each one of yeah. those two. And
2: ones. they're arranged so the deeper that you go in the elevator, the darker they get. I noticed that. That's crazy. It's crazy.
1: In the, yeah, like the older the, the memories were, it's like the more broken up his memory was of the actual dream. So shit was like falling apart, but except for, you know, his wife. Great, it was a great movie. Like, it yeah, made yeah. sense. And it had, this is kind of,
2: I'm looking forward to seeing that.
1: Wait, ha, so since, so Chris, what another, have you seen Memento? Yeah, of yes.
0: course. You've seen it? Yes, I've seen Memento.
1: I could, that one I I didn't really get either. I understand that it's a timeline and he's kind of like, in inter- he's kind of like looping between timelines, but it's also like the same timeline at this. Was that it? I don't know. It was a. It was a it's
2: basically way. like you know I haven't seen it in a long time, but his yeah. memory he has memory problems. Yes, and the uh, the film is arranged in a way where um. Your what you're seeing, I think I can't remember, but I feel like every every like fifteen minute section or something mm-hmm. is the one after the one before. Like it's the other yes, way around. Got yeah. it, got it. It's working backwards. And
1: honestly that's what that's kinda of what, you know, tenant is kind of and you were in I will say this, you actually used the word that they used in the movie uh, Inversion. Inversion. Yeah. I heard that in the in not you you have to have an understanding of inversion before you go in there. Because if you don't, you're gonna be completely but that's but that's not what I struggled with either though. Mm. The inversion concept is not what I struggle struggle with. It was everything else. (laughs) It was everything (laughs) else. Like but you got it. Like it was a big part. Like you know, you're going in forward and reverse, but also going forward. So I had to see that again. It was just too much for me. It
0: made my brain hurt. And I was kinda upset. But All right, man. Well, how about we wrap this up, man? I appreciate we really appreciate it. Yeah man, thank you guys for having me. If you have anything to shout out, your Instagram, what's your Instagram handle and Uh, It's just uh, Rohan B M R O H A N B M. Nice. All right, man. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank you so much, bro. Yeah, it's an honor. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. Welcome to the show. What a wonderful delight. Uh, Yeah. Patsy and T R O Z better chop up on a mic. Just sit back, have a laugh, catch a vibe, and enjoy the ride. Yeah.